Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey there, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I am joined today by two awesome people that I met, let's see, in 2019 Super Zoo um, at the Crazy Cat Ladies Party, and I mean, everybody that I met there, I fell in love with, um, and it's funny because that's the first time that I met uh, Rodney Habib. Uh-huh. which I don't know if that's the first time you guys met was at Super Zoo, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't meet until at that party. So mm-hmm. it, what's really funny is that I only got to meet like two or three people and get to talk to him because Rodney yeah. and I disappeared into the shadows to talk <laughs> cannabis. Um, yeah. So I'm glad that we got to see each other again and then yeah. again, um, yeah. which is awesome because we've realized in this little holistic family that we go to the same places and find places where we can all meet up again and talk and meet. So thank you for joining me. And I haven't told our audience who I'm talking to, but I'm <laughs> talking to Larry and Charlie of Rawstruck. And yes. thank you so much for joining us. What are, I don't even me know too. what time is it there. Uh, it's, it's only almost 7 p.m., so it's not that bad. Oh, good, good. Not yeah. that bad. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I need to keep that in mind. We uh-huh. we have trouble doing the time right here in the United States, much less all over the world. <laughs> so yeah. I want you to tell my audience members a little bit about who you are and why you started Rostruck. What is Rostruck? So Rostruck is pretty much a awareness platform where we share knowledge that we gather from pet health professionals from all over the world. We go to all these expos and meet as many people as we can because there's just so many awesome, holistic and natural pet health advocates out there be it veterinarians or just pet health professionals that have uh, pet brands, or we meet the, the awesome, most awesome people on these events. So we, I know. we try, to, try to go to as many as possible and just like take videos along the way. And it all started pretty much with our RNDS trip in 2018, yeah. um, where we uh, kind of just went and wanted to document our travel from Dubai to Chicago. To Chicago. And we were just like so shocked. It was Pet Cancer Awareness Month back then. So we were like, okay, let's just ask a couple of people a couple of questions about pet um, cancer and, you know, the fact that one in two cancers are being diagnosed with cancer. One in two dogs. One in two dogs are being diagnosed with cancer. And um, we were just so overwhelmed with all this amazing information that we got. So we just had to put it all in a, in a video and it ended up being like a 45 minute documentary. Yeah. So that's how it really started. And from there we just, um, yeah, we just kept on, on going. And of course, way back then around three years ago or four years ago now, it started when our dog actually had stomach upset and, 
after a long time of <laughs> a lot of digestive issues yeah. and stuff like that. And we were advised to uh, feed a raw diet to our dog. And at first we were very who, hesitant. Who advised it? A friend. A friend of oh, ours. It was like, Gavette? No, no. no. But, we, but at the same time, uh, I had a vet friend who kept on saying, no, don't do it. Don't do it. So that's why it took us so long to right. actually. Which, but in the end, it was the only thing that helped our dog with uh, her stomach upset. And then when when we realized, like all of a sudden, all like most all, most of all her problems were gone, we were like, we have to we have to tell the world. Yeah. We're like, no, we're like, no. What is this? And yeah. why why are the health professionals yeah. advising against this? Yeah. You know, like that that was the most like mind-boggling thing because you're like why are they saying don't do this but like and other people are saying this helps this works and that's what led us on our research and so what did you find why did you find that they're they don't want you why they don't want you to share this information or talk about this oh that's really tricky honestly it's it's well, I, I think in your professional opinion, as yeah. you're you're yeah. one that has done, because yeah. what is so interesting and why I, of course, am totally feed my dogs all raw. Um, the what's so interesting about this is how much the raw movement is like the cannabis and CBD movement mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's, you know, everybody's been told to feed this kibble and everybody has yeah. been told to be scared of raw. Um, so it's really funny how it's the same type of thing, how it's being kept from us. Now I know why CBD and cannabis is being kept from us, but, um, and I can pretty much figure out that it's the same thing that's happening on the raw movement. Um, but what's interesting is that you're in Dubai. So what happens in, in your side of the world? So you have all this information. Can you even get raw or is it you have to, you're feeding them? raw yourself, meaning you're going to the market, buying it and creating it yourself? Well, there, fortunately enough, there is a raw food company here. Um, When we first started to raw, we actually did go with a pre-made because we didn't uh, like know anything about, uh, obviously. So it was just easier. But the more we learned, the more we just, uh, yeah, started making our own. And then now like, we make our own recipes. We, um, yeah, have our crazy meal prep days once a month, (laughs) do Facebook lives and, uh, have fun. Yeah. But, um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, why isn't it being, um, advised by doctors or by health professionals? I think it's because it's the same, like in, in human health, almost the same, like your doctor wouldn't really give you advice on how to feed yourself necessarily. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have human nutritionists for that. And it's the same in pet health, I think. So um, actually, uh, when we went to SuperZoo last last year, we haven't (laughs) worked on that video yet because we're just so backlogged. (laughs) But we actually made a video where we asked like a bunch of, you know, um, professionals and people in our field, uh, we asked them uh, how to respectfully open a conversation with your vet about raw feeding, basically how to speak raw to your vet. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting (laughs) what people were saying, but at the same time, they were kind of all saying the same thing, which was essentially, you know, 
the the things that that vets um, most of the time like are their worries is first of all uh, that we're not balancing the food right yeah. that the nutrition like that our dogs might not get all the nutrition that they need from the food that we make ourselves and um, the bacteria yeah, yeah like salmonella um, so. If we come at, from a really respectful way um, from the pet parents and we're like, look, um, I really understand where you're coming from. I understand your uh, your point of view. And I, I understand that under, circun under some circumstances, you might be worried. But I really did my research and I wash my hands all the time before and after meal prepping. And I also make sure that I have balanced recipes from... So you're from saying they're worried about the bacteria for the human? Yes. yes. So yeah. how do we explain that when you go buy raw food from the market to cook for yourself? How is that any different? Exactly. So, um, I mean, uh, I think vets are not only um, scared about the human and the pathogens, but also the, the dogs and the pathogens. Um, but our dogs have been found to uh, successfully successfully pass salmonella, no matter if they're raw fed or kibble fed. And there's right. a lot of a lot of salmonella in kibble as well. So, but you're right. Mm. Like there's there's I mean we make raw raw meat for ourselves in our kitchen, and right. nobody's freaking out. So right. So it's yeah. it's you know these things to scare the public. I feel, and that that's the other similarity to CBD and cannabis is that both vets. And doctors are not taught about diet and nutrition, so they don't know anything about it unless they've gone out and trained themselves and learned themselves. Otherwise, most of the time, they're not going to know anything about it. And the same thing about cannabis and the endocannabinoid system. They're not trained anything about that. So they're either going to say, I don't know anything about that, or they're going to advise against because they're, they're basing it out of fear of the unknown. Exactly. Um, and what I find is that a lot of, um, I just was at a vet office, uh, what's today, two days ago doing a training and I saw science diet sitting on the shelves and there wasn't very much of it, but I was like, you need to get rid of this. And she's like, I know, I know it was left over from the last vet. They had bought the practice. Um, and I said, you know, why don't you carry raw? And she's like, we can. So I think that'll be the next yeah. movement, um, that yeah. they get educated that, you know, Hill Science, enough people will will sue Hill Science Diet and Royal Canaan for killing their dogs and using yeah. disgusting and that they're not science diets. Enough people will find out, enough of us will speak out and tell them otherwise yeah. um, that they'll have no choice. All right, when we come back, you're going to tell us all about your baby dog right after this commercial break. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's gonna make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on cannabisradio.com. 
Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and, and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge at, that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network, learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers, and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we're back, and I want to meet your baby dog that started this whole obsession, if you can get her. her? She seriously changed our life, yes. Yeah, life. it's, it's yeah. amazing because um, it's amazing when you go, when you think, that, I, that's how I felt about CBD is when I discovered it and I saw its power, and not only did it work on me, but I was just watching kids' seizures stop and... I just was like, how is this being kept from us? I need to tell everybody I know. <laughs> and I've been doing that ever since. There you are. Hi, Frenchie. Hi, Mama. So where did, um, how long, how old is she? Where'd you get her? She's four years old and we had her in Germany. We used to live in Germany. So when we moved to Dubai, she came with us. She was just a six months old yeah. thing back then. Oh, world traveler. And what did you, what symptoms did you start to see um, with her when she started having the stomach upset? Yeah, honestly, she didn't really have many symptoms. The only thing that we noticed is that she kept throwing up and she was like con continuously throwing up like, Three times a week or something. Yeah. Yeah. And at Maybe one time, more. one time it was like every night. Yeah. Or and we went to the, we went to the vet like two times for it. And he was like, oh, you're feeling a great food. There's nothing wrong. They did x-rays and everything. And they, they did a blood test, said everything's fine. And she's in perfect health and you're feeling great food. So yeah. Yeah, and at that point, I think after the second time we went to the vet, we were like, okay, like she's obviously not fine. And she after had, spending um, a lot of money as well. Yeah, I know, exactly. I know. That's what I, and that's, I mean, that's what I'm what, talking about projects that you never yeah. get around to. That's one of my projects is to prove that because when people come into, I have a, a grooming, boarding shop, um, daycare, mm -hmm. and a little bit of retail. So when people come in and we sell, um, raw food. And when people come in and they're like, it's too expensive. I'm like, okay, but the cost that you save yeah. 
Yeah. Both on doing CBD for getting rid of inflammation in a raw diet. You pretty much, in a good pro prebiotic, man, you are good. You don't go yeah. to the vet anymore. I just was realizing, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know if I, when's the last time I went to the vet? Mm-hmm. And I've got seven dogs and I've had no issues or problems because they're all being treated with, you know, their food is their medicine. Exactly. Um, so I think it's a, it's important message to get out there that the money that you may feed, um, spend on food and on, you know, two supplements is going to keep you out of the vet's office. Go once a year, go once a year for your annual checkup. And if you need to even do that, um, it's funny. Yeah. Oh, good. For us, it's, um, we spend, like we save exactly the amount of amount of money that we need to feed her a year, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I would um do. I know you have a YouTube channel. Did you cover yeah. that? Um, yes. Yeah, so, we, okay, uh, so. we covered it a little bit. We are actually we're planning on doing another video on that. Just just talking about how much money we're saving on. I would it. love that. Yeah. It really needs to be done because people just don't understand that if the kibble is convenient and cheap, but you're going to pay yeah. for it down the road. Um, you know, it causes problems slowly and kills them slowly. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. so important. And and on the cannabis side of the world, when we recommend when people's dog, like, let's say you guys came to us and said, hey, this is what's going on. Can you help us? We'd be like, yeah. yes. However, you need to change what you're feeding her. Exactly. So it is part of our regimen. It's what we tell everybody all the time. Yeah. And the gut can heal you know, if you, if you've got that healthy gut, then you've got their, um, their immune system, which lives there and you're supporting everything and you don't have to give them any medications or prescriptions to keep them from getting itchy or barfing or having Mm -hmm. diarrhea or those types of things. Yeah. Like, um, sorry, uh, before we switched her to raw, actually another thing that happened with her a lot was she got papilloma Mm -hmm. and she got a lot of hot spots all the time. So Mm -hmm. it was a things that we've never had problems again since we since she switched um, and by the way um her breathing got so much better. oh yeah yeah oh, good. That, was, that was one of the first things that we noticed yeah. about the change when we wow switched. that's important that's an important yeah. message yeah right. and that happened in the summertime so we were yeah. so happy with it. and that's yeah. what really led us to doing research on what is the difference between feeding raw and feeding dry food yeah yep yeah so how did you learn to make your own food? <laughs> uh, we took the DNM course, uh, the um, raw specialist course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, we got the animal diet formulator and we just went ahead and did our own uh, food. Yeah. We digged, so what are we some of your favorites to, to make and what are her favorites? She eats anything. Yeah, Milka loves. Says <laughs> like, no to nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Well, that's good. That makes it easy. Yeah. But what what do we see? It's really about us. Yeah. <laughs> what do I like to feed Milka, or we like to feed Milka? Uh, right now, what is she having? Today, she's having rabbit. Yeah. But um, we when we make our own food, we like to add spices. Yeah. Um. Just because they have spices, we just actually um, made a recipe with Rodney uh, and Karen Becker. Yep, uh, the Arabic dog food recipe, the first one ever created. Awesome! <laughs> so, 
Yeah, because we love to use like spices like cinnamon and cumin and stuff like that in our food. And we notice that not many other people do it. Right. I'm not sure why, but <laughs> we all I have think, these spices. And I think that they're... I think it's because it's been, you know, hammered into our heads that they can't eat, that they can't eat the same things that we eat, um, which is, it, it goes that way across the board on everything. And it's really Mm -hmm. funny because they're so like us, Um, you know, your, your baby had problems at a young age, but when they start, most dogs, when they start hitting eight, nine years old is when all the problems start happening, especially the ones that are related to a kibble diet. All of it comes up. And the first things that people always say to me is I've been feeding the same thing for nine years. Why all of a sudden would it be the food? And then I go, well, how old are you? And I don't know about you, but when you hit your forties, things need to change. (laughs) You know, you suddenly can't drink the red wine anymore or you can't tolerate dairy. And it's the same type of thing. It's your body going, yeah, I can't do those things anymore. No more sugar, no more gluten, or something's going to happen. Something, a disease is going to start or inflammation is going to start. So I find it really interesting that we, the industry has told us that they cannot have human food when that's exactly what they need is human food. Um, Right. It's just food. Food is food. Um, And what's really funny is that I don't even eat meat, but my dogs do. Um, (laughs) Right. So it's really funny to, you know, handle it and, you know, give them stuff and things like that. But it's, I know that's what they need. And I've watched them. I've watched, I have been able to heal everything with diet Mm -hmm. and CBD. I mean, it really is amazing to get rid of. Um, So, what do you guys see in your future? Are we going to get a cookbook? Uh, how to, you know, do we, I know that we can subscribe to your YouTube channel where you have great, you know, videos on some of your favorite meals and recipes, but what yeah. are you going to see the future? What are you going to do? Cause I know you, do you both have full-time jobs? Uh, pretty yeah, much. Pretty yeah. Much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is like kind of a, a hobby project, passion yeah. project. Well, we definitely love to do this full time uh, and we're working towards that somehow. Oh, good, good. Um, Yeah, I mean, making more videos, making more recipes uh, to share with people because that's always the number one question that we get asked is about recipes. I think a lot of, like there, there is a lot of recipes online, but you already have to be kind of like in this, in this space. Right. Yeah, we really want to make it easier for people like to just also, yeah, to understand everything like raw feeding can be so easy. You just really need to have that one recipe or that, you know, like have a new recipe every month mm-hmm. and then that's it. <laughs> like we really want to, sorry, what were you going to say? Then you package it or freeze it or whatever to make it through the whole month. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we usually make um, one recipe a month, and then we package and freeze it, and then we usually do our next meal prep before the uh, last batch is uh, over. So we would have like a week or maybe ten days worth of food left, and then we do another meal prep so that um, you know if we do this a couple of times, we always have a variety of uh, recipes yeah. in our freezer. 
So because we always make a new batch before the old batch ends. So then right. we always have enough variety. We, we think that variety is very important. It is. Our dogs, yeah. What have you found in research about variety? Um, I mean, I'm not quite sure how you mean that question, but I like I personally believe that um, variety comes in a lot of different uh, re- like ways. You can have variety in not only ingredients and flavors, you can also have variety in the way that you serve the food, like you serve it on a platter. Some dogs like it better on the platter. Some dogs, you know, like sometimes when you feed in different places of the um, apartment, uh, of the, sorry, <laughs> of the apartment, um, that's also gonna, um, yeah, be good for the dog's uh, mental, mental, stimulation. Yeah, mental stimulation. Then of course, like, variety and the way you process the food so do you cook the vegetables do you give them raw do you ferment the vegetables do you grind it or do you feed it whole yeah you know like so so all of these things actually matter yeah okay great we're gonna take another short break and then we're gonna talk a little bit more about it because i am going to commit to making one of your recipes for my dogs (laughs) i'll do it over the weekend and then of course i'll have to share it um (laughs) Because I, I've done it a couple times, but yeah, it's a lot of, you know what I want to know? Well, well let's take a break and we'll talk about it when we get back. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. It's time to Hemp Present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. 
<laughs> All right. And we're back. Um, this is what I would love to talk about. So we're talking about cooking um, for our dogs, making our own dogs meals um, with Rostruck, with Charlie and Larry. And mm-hmm. so I live in Florida and I don't use any chemicals or anything. And we have a flea outbreak right now. Um, um, I'm on the end of mine. Um, but like I said, I own the shop nonstop dogs and cats coming in with fleas. And I remember talking to, um, I think it was talking to Dr. Blanco, Dr. D Blanco yeah, about, yeah. um, what do you do? And she said, well, if you're feeding them right, they're not even going to be hot and not even attract fleas yeah. and ticks. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, again, yeah. diet to the rescue. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, have you experienced that? Do you have a flea and tick diet? Yeah. Because um, I know, I, I'll let you start it in a minute. Yeah. I know that eating garlic and the oils mm-hmm. coming out of their body uh, skin and onto the hair follicles makes it that that they don't like it but actually um body food that keeps them cool and not attracted to flea and ticks okay go tell me everything you know (laughs) so to be honest um i personally don't freak out about it at all every single dog is different so you're like somebody who might be listening your dog might be completely different but we have ever only had tick problems with Milka before we switched to raw. And ever since we switched to raw, I have come to understand that just like Dr. DiBlanco said, uh, healthy dogs, vibrant dogs, thriving dogs do not attract parasites. Parasites seem to settle in the uh, dogs that are um, unhealthy, Mm -hmm. unhealthy hosts. And I remember one time that I went to the desert with Milka and she got a tick. And for me, that was a sign that her immune system was down yeah. and I had to do something to add to her diet, a supplement or something to just power her immune system up again. And I did not freak out. I did not. I yeah. mean, maybe maybe somebody might completely disagree with me, but that's just, that's my that's my take on it. Like that for, with my individual dog, we do not have a problem. It's so, so crazy because we can go on and on about this, but yeah, like, uh, well, I, so because I have so many, so I have an entire farm and raccoons mm-hmm. and possums. Yeah. Um, it's a swamp and it's yeah. you know, hot. <laughs> so what I've noticed is <laughs> that, um, they don't stay on my dogs they bite my dogs but they don't stay on my dogs anymore um so when i treat it's and i only treat with diatomaceous earth and essential oils so i can always get a hold of it if i you know notice it in time and then do the baths and do the four-month cycle or whatever but you know i have other people's dogs coming in so it's a non-stop cycle of getting rid of them but it's funny i never see the fleas on my dogs but i see them itching so i know they've been bitten by a flea and ticks are non-existent probably because of my ducks and chickens are everywhere um but i don't have we don't have that big of a problem okay tell our listeners where we can follow you guys and see your recipes and keep in touch because i know this is just the beginning and i can't wait to see what you guys are going to do next and we want to tell everybody next i know i'm looking for a um 
a recipe, a nice book from you, a cookbook from you guys at some point would be awesome. <laughs> but tell yeah. us, uh, tell everybody about it. Uh, so yeah, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube on Rawstruck. And on Instagram, we are at rawstruck.fam. And we make videos to share with your families to show them how awesome and how fun raw feeding is. Awesome. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, please tell us about uh, the economics of it, because I know that's a big thing people are worried about. Um, so, yeah, I would love to see that from you guys. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for joining me from Dubai. That's, it was awesome Thank seeing you. you guys again. Um, yeah. I, hopefully we'll see you soon. I don't know when, since the events are being canceled oh, left and right right yeah. now but hopefully soon you are so excited you know, know what can i just say one more thing yeah um i wanted i i said this to you personally already but i want to thank you again because from the last in chicago you gave me this uh cbd dog health cream mm -hmm. and that was the only thing that helped for milka's ear like we, we used yeah. so many salves before because she had like a dry spot in her ear and that was the only thing. Awesome. <laughs> Can we use that as a testimonial for us? Yeah, definitely. Hernando's going to be so happy that I, that I did that. I know, yeah. and I know we talked about what the laws were over there in Dubai, yeah. and one day we'll get to it, but I'm one still day. fighting the fight every yeah, day yeah. here just yeah. in the United yeah. States, and it's exhausting. <laughs> we're so lucky that you are fighting. Oh, fight. thank you. And we're so lucky to have you guys. Thank you for sharing everything that you know. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you guys. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. 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 The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.